Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the ones who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. A few days ago, we have a show, of course, you all might know, that the show directed by our deacon, the beloved deacon Tim Stout over there, known as Deacon Doctrine and Dreams. So in the midst of conversation, we kind of brought up about the homiletic preaching, and then what, when we come down to train in preaching and homily, we can, we can approach at any angle that possibility, not necessary, has to be by the word of the, the reading of the gospel that proclaim. So one of the options actually can preach from the colic. How many of you heard the colic today at Mass? Exactly. Rest my case. Here it is. The opening prayer. That's what we call the colic. Listen to this word. O God who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose... Grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise. That amidst the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lived and reigned with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. O God who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose. What is our purpose, friends, being a Christian? And then there was silence. Adele, what is our purpose as Christian? To love, serve God in this world? 
to go to heaven. Don't be preoccupied. When the last time we say to ourselves, "I want to go to heaven," we don't. When the last time we teach our children about heaven, when the last time we exercise our love for one another with the intention that we go want to go to heaven, Lila. Cause the mind of the faithful to unite in single purpose. God came to us so we can be with God. Grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise. Grant your people to love what you command, what the Jesus command. What is Jesus' commandment? Steward, love God with all your mind, your heart, and your might. Love your neighbor as yourself. We ask God to help us with that deep desire, deep desire to serve God with that capacity. We have seen many tattoos in our generation, isn't it? When the last time we saw that tattoo in front of forehead, maybe we ought to do that. You see, if you tattoo on James' head, and when you look at him or you kiss him, you know exactly what God commanded you to do, or vice versa. See, when the last time we go all out to love God with that much conviction. That's an important question we have to ask ourselves. Amidst the uncertainty of this world, we already know that, right? COVID patient, COVID victim, poor COVID world. We don't know what's going on. Our heart may fix on that place where true gladness is found. True gladness is found. Enough said. You see, the first reading, Joshua. People were kind of confused, isn't it? Or he calls someone the people. Make up your mind, people. What God do you want here? The God of Walmart? The God of iPhone? Or the God that we just prayed minutes ago? The God that revealed to us the true mystery. Of redemption. More than that, you see, the gospel today is a final discourse. It probably one considered to be one of the saddest in the Bible. People walk away from Jesus; they couldn't handle him. Not because he he was radical, because he presented to them something that they cannot comprehend. The very body and blood of him, he expect them to eat him. You see, in the conclusion, many people claim 
just symbolic. No, 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 no. Jesus could easily express it because the disciples say it's hard to understand. Jesus could easily say, oh, it's just symbolic of me. But he insists. He insists. You see, friend, when it comes down to God and Jesus, how often we allow Jesus solely to be a nice guy. How often we allow Jesus to be in forefront of us, claiming that he is God. Just because we saw him, we see his body being crucified. But the church for 2,000 years, we defend so many blood has shed in our doctrinal belief that he is God. If Jesus is just one of us, the hell, forget it. Let's not worry about it. You see, if he is truly God, because God has that power, you see, let there be light. And there is light. Let us separate between the dome and earth, there split heaven. Let there be dry land, and there's dry land. Lazarus, come out! He came out. Little girl, get up. She can't wake up. Take this, all of you, and eat this. This is my body. It is his body. You see, friend, this is a certainty in the uncertainty world. Jesus shared with us his very self and called us to consummate with him, to eat him, not hoping one day we will have eternal life. Eat him that he may sustain you. I dare say this. Let's Let's do some cash vote on this for sure. The problematic in our society now, because people stop eating Jesus. You see, when the true food of heaven is not being consumed, disorder takes place. When you not take a high blood pressure pill, you will have high blood pressure. You see, if you're not taking blood thinner, you will clot up and die. Duh. If you don't eat Jesus, naturally be prepared for chaotic in life. You see, friend, for me, it's so basic. There's nothing more clear than that. When we ask for God in the opening prayer, or known as the colic, we ask God and show us in that single purpose, single-minded. Christian, how important it is for us to make sure we have that single purpose in everything we do.
in the way we raise our children, in the way we exercise love with one another, in the way we speak with one another. When God, truth is not. You know, look at the second reading. You know, oftentimes we hear that reading, the word subordinate, woman, wife, subordinate, husband, of course, we are. You know what? In marriage, they say, in love, they always had intention. Love is not a feeling. Love is an intention commit to what you ought to do. If I truly love you, sure. Subordinate, sure. No big deal. You know what I'm saying? If you truly commit to follow faithful with Jesus, it doesn't matter. If you live in heaven or hell, you are commit. See, the problem with our modern world, we confuse commitment with choices. Love, there's no choice. Love, there is commitment. Grocery shopping, yes, there are plenty of choices. But when it comes down to love, there's only one single purpose. And there it is. I come to die so I may rise that you may have eternal life. Nothing shook him from that truth. And we are being baptized into that truth. And we are the people being invited to eat him intently that we may become that very conduit of him and be single purpose for every person we encounter. To be a Christian, yes, and to love like Christ has loved us. So friends, let us remember who we are as Christian, who we are as Catholic, to make sure we have the clear purpose in our life. To live, to love, and to serve Christ faithfully.